Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 281. Let's kick this episode off with a fun fact. Did you know that 58% of humans check their email first thing in the morning? That's crazy, right? And not exactly efficient, but we want to see what we missed, like, you know, while we were sleeping and stuff. Email marketing is a nerdy topic, but it's one of my absolute favorite topics. And without fail, at every event, someone will ask me, if you were to focus on growing one thing in your business that would impact profits the most, what would it be? I always say my email list. I'm not afraid to say I'm a nerd. Now I've talked about email marketing a ton on this show and today we're diving even deeper into the strategy behind writing engaging emails and making sure that they are read through improving your open rate. Now you know this is one of my favorite subjects ever. So today's episode is going to cover copywriting for emails how to write emails that engage, uplift, serve, and ultimately convert your audience into paying customers. We'll talk about how to get the best tone for your subscribers to feel like they know you, like you, and trust you, plus what you should really be saying in your emails to keep people interested in you and your business. And we'll walk through some easy ways to make your subject lines catchy and captivating so people actually want to click through and read, you know, when they open their email first thing in the morning. Now, email marketing is the most effective online marketing tactic, and I find that so fascinating. Second to email marketing is social media, and third is content marketing, which is mainly just writing blog posts or other written content on your site. Now, the fact that email marketing beats out social media and content marketing might surprise a lot of people. Does it surprise you? I mean, after all, social media is the thing that we all feel so inclined to grow and engage with every single day. It's the most community driven by far, but there's also a whole lot of noise on social media that can be challenging to set yourself apart from the various social platforms every single day. I keep finding most people are focusing on social media when email marketing is so much more powerful. And if I can help you see the value in email marketing, That means I'm doing my job because I want for you to be able to take advantage of the most effective tactic, right? Now with email marketing, 
You're delivering amazing content right to somebody's inbox. You're not competing with hundreds of other photos and captions on someone's Instagram feed, and you're not hoping people will land on your website to read the content that you're working on. It takes all of the heavy lifting and hoping out of communicating with your ideal audience, and it's far more powerful and proactive to get people to eventually take action. It's a personal means to connect and create a dialogue with the exact people that you need and want to be serving. And if you're finally convinced that email marketing is where it's at, but you're stuck on how to even get started, I have an amazing free training that is waiting for you right now. Like you can go watch it right now. You just have to head to growanemaillist.com to watch my training on how you can algorithm-proof your business through email marketing without the pain of scrambling over tech hangups or feeling like you have nothing to say. It is totally free and it breaks down your biggest questions and objections to email marketing. So head to growanemaillist.com and tune in so that you can learn how I can walk you through every step of the process to get your email list up and running and driving profits through my signature program, the List to Launch Lab. So for all things email marketing, head to growanemaillist.com and save your seat right now. So with all that said, let's get into exactly what you should be writing in emails to serve that incredible audience of yours. I want to get into the deeper details of what kinds of words people connect with, how to position your story, and ultimately how to craft a long-lasting, deeply invested relationship between you and your list. These tips will keep people excited and looking forward to your next email. So let's jump on in. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. This episode of the Gold Digger Podcast is brought to you by Care Of, a monthly subscription service that delivers completely personalized vitamins, protein powders, and supplement packs right to your door. For 30% off your first Care Of order, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code GOLDDIGGER30. Thanks to FabFitFun for supporting Gold Digger. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. Use the coupon Gold Digger for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. So let's start with introspection, shall we? Before we think about us and what we should send... Let's ask ourselves, what email lists have I signed up for? The first thing I want you to start thinking about when considering your email copy or email offer is what are you yourself willing to sign up for? We are all subscribed to dozens, if not hundreds of brands and businesses email lists. In fact, I just paused this episode to see how many things I'm subscribed to 924 subscriptions. That's insane. And I am super thoughtful about what I enroll into. 
Now, there's a reason that you've initially opted in to each of those that you subscribe to. So start digging into who and why you sign up for certain lists. What was the offer or incentive that made you jump at the chance to add another email to your already busy inbox? Was it a coupon code or a free download or a cheat sheet or access to something? What was it that initially got you to insert your email address in order for them to get you as a subscriber? Sit down, like open up your inbox, take a peek at the last 10 emails and see if you can remember the why behind you getting on their list. One of the most powerful things I've done is to look at other people who have similar businesses to mine and are one step ahead of me or doing the things that I want to do eventually. And I'll simply sit back and observe what their email habits look like. No matter what industry you're in, whether you offer a product or service, online education, or a brick and mortar store, email marketing is important and applicable for every single genre of your business out there. So start doing a little market research. Who do you personally look up to in your industry and how are they using or underutilizing email marketing in their business? Pick out three businesses or brands that you would consider role models and look at how they position themselves. Spend a few minutes poking around their space on the web, their social media, and see how they are focused on email subscribers. What is their invitation for people to opt into their emails? How do they phrase their offer? What kind of voice do they consistently portray? Is it bubbly or witty or conversational or enthusiastic? Or is it more of a black and white informational and structured voice? And what kind of words do they use to engage your audience and get people excited for what is to come? If we want people to read and open our emails, we first have to give them an offer that they can't refuse access to land in their inbox in the first place. As you start to study those mentors of yours, you might be surprised to see some of your most looked up to businesses communicate totally differently than you do. How is it effective? Is there a way that they're doing things that is appealing or deterring you from taking action? Market research as an entrepreneur needs to become a priority of yours. Every single week, I will dissect something that someone is doing. I love to follow along with launches, read through funnels. I even have a folder in my Gmail titled good email copy. Like when I actually open up a mass email and I know it's a mass email, but I care enough to see what's inside of it. That means it's a good email and I save it because that can help serve as inspiration for my next project. I encourage all of my students to get on my email list. Like you do not, I'm giving you full permission to never buy a darn thing from me, but I want for you to start watching how I'm using email marketing to serve my people and extend offers for our courses, programs, and products. If you want to join my email list, the most fun way to do so is through my secret sauce quiz, which reveals what sets you apart from everyone else and connects you to free tools that are going to help you shine. And you can just sign up. You can go to secretsaucequiz.com. Again, that's secretsaucequiz.com. And you can take the quiz and then you'll get my emails. So you can start following and doing your own market research. You can see how we serve my list and what it looks like and just chalk it all up to amazing research. Search, right? So again, get on people's email list for no other reason than to just see how they're using it. Like if you're not doing this already, guys, get going. 
Now, let's say you found three people who are rocking it or you want to learn from. Sign up for their email list. And after you've observed these role model brands of yours and taken some notes on how they communicate in their emails and opt-ins, you can see how you could apply some of their techniques to your own business. Maybe they emailed you a ton and you loved it, or maybe it felt overwhelming to you. Maybe you were excited to hear from them, but they didn't reach out to you and you were underwhelmed or totally bummed out. Like pay attention to the context, what the purpose of the emails are, how they leave you feeling, what actions you are taking because of them. And then take the market research, whether it's positive or negative, and use it to formulate a plan for yourself and your own strategy. Put your own spin on it and make it connected and totally personalized to you, your business, and your mission. Implementing similar styles and techniques of other more successful businesses is one of the quickest ways to update your content and to make it more valuable to your audience. And just as a side note, please remember the difference between inspiration and imitation. Allow yourself to be fully inspired, but do not copy other people. I know you wouldn't do that, but I just feel like I had to say that. So why market research? Why does it help to see what fires you up? Well, your audience is often much like you. What you like, so these three incredible brands, humans or businesses that you've picked to observe, your audience will also likely enjoy and connect with similar messaging and ideas. So what triggers you to take action will often be the same thing that triggers your audience as well. The values you have and the characteristics you admire are commonly shared by those you speak and sell to. In short, communicate, reach out, and write the way that you want to be communicated with via email. It's going to look a little different for everyone, especially depending on what type of business you run and what you choose to offer. So for me, I like to write to my email list the exact way I'd speak to a friend. I don't use a ton of fancy lingo or uppity language. I keep things as real and honest and from the heart as possible because I know that's what makes my audience feel understood and recognized. I usually reach out once or twice every single week and I serve 80 to 90% of the time and then pitch, sell, or invite the other 10%. Now, I send inspiration, I send encouragement, I let my nerdy humor show, I tell embarrassing stories, and I definitely don't take myself too seriously because after all, the work that I'm doing, it's important, but I'm not out there curing cancer. I seriously wish I was like I really do. Now, let's be honest. I'm simply trying to help others capture those dreams they've been chasing, turn them from entrepreneurs into entrepreneurs, and I think it's important to have fun and enjoy every little win and silly misstep as you do it. So I let all of that show in the copy that I share through my emails. So think about who it is that you look up to in your industry. How do they position themselves? What do they write that triggers you to take action? What leaves you excited and eager to open? What subject lines have you deleting before you even read the email? Take notes, study, and learn. Infuse those nuggets of personality and character into your own messaging. Now, before you can get people to open your email, you first have to get their email address, which means we've got to talk about how to get people to opt in. Give the people something that they want. Your opt-in offer or what you decide to use as the hook to get someone to give you their email address is one of the most important copywriting decisions in your email marketing strategy. 
crazy, right? But think about it. What you write to get people interested in you and your business enough to hand over a direct pathway to their inbox has to be impactful and influential. So here's what you need to do to write an offer that your perfect audience cannot refuse. First things first, give the people what they want. Consider how different these two opt-in messages sound. Let's keep in touch or sign up for my newsletter. That's one. And you could leave them a spot to leave their email and name. Or you could do something like this. Let's keep this party going. Get 15% off your next purchase. Or I'm revealing my never told before five must-have apps to grow my Instagram. Which one would you sign up for? Like, as a consumer, it is much more interesting to get something in exchange for handing over your email address. We value our email addresses, and I don't know a single person beyond your mom who wants to be on a newsletter, like a generic sign up for my newsletter. I'm like, what's a newsletter? What's going to be in there? What's in it for me? You want to provide value, something that is enticing enough in an offer in a unique and captivating way that represents who you are and get someone excited about their future with you. Now, your opt-in could be free offers like a special mug or magnet with their first purchase or half-hour complimentary coaching call. Could also be great discounts or the promise of valuable resources and updates that they don't want to miss out on. You could offer the opportunity to join a waitlist for a sold-out event or a new offer that you know is going to be super popular or going to sell out. The promise of free shipping is always a huge value. I know you've given your email address away for that, or you could provide unique freebies or content that they can't get anywhere else. This could be a simple checklist or a shortcut that helps them learn something valuable. It doesn't have to be too complex or lengthy, simply something that your people are going to be interested in. Now, let me get a little nerdy for a minute, because if you listen to this show, you already know the importance of having something valuable to get the privilege of popping into inboxes. Now, the psychology behind words that people connect with is so fascinating to me. Ever since studying marketing in college, I have been so interested in the words and phrases that engage people and the ones that actually push them away. So people love the words free, act now, join us, take action, new, be the first, easy, limited time, bestsellers and tips. These words all create a sense of urgency and excitement without being phony or over the top. They are the most likely words to inspire. Let me read them one more time. They are free. Act now. Join us. Take action. New. Be the first. Easy. Limited time, bestsellers, and tips. Those are the words that are most likely to get people to take action. Now, avoid saying things like, if you want to, or I think, once in a lifetime, hurry up. Any phrases that feel wishy-washy or overly pushy are big time no-nos. You want to portray confidence and energy without seeming desperate or uncertain. The sign-up form should read like an exciting invite where you quickly know if you're meant to RSVP yes to it. Create excitement around what the world will look like when they join. The offer should make people feel anticipation and inclusiveness, not like they're signing up to be sold to because who's going to sign up to be sold to, right? 
So once you get people opting in, send them a quick thank you, a confirmation, or a welcome email right away. If you promised a discount code or a freebie, make sure it's delivered to their inbox ASAP. You can do all of this automatically through automation. The last thing you want is for people to opt in, wait around, forget that they handed over their email address, get an email from you a few weeks later pushing a sale, and then ultimately unsubscribe because they weren't welcomed into your world in a friendly way. So if you need to remind them why they joined, do it because it'll just affirm their decision and be that gentle reminder of why it's not just beneficial, but it's fun to be on your email list. I did an entire episode about nurturing your email list through a specific sequence and how to create a welcome sequence for once someone signs up for your list. So if you want to go back and tune into that one, just head to jennacutcherblog.com slash nurture, and you can learn all about that specific topic. Again, that's jennacutcherblog.com slash nurture. But essentially, you want to foster a relationship from the start by saying hello and introducing what you're all about. Tell a bit about your business's story. Let them get to know who you are, answer questions that they likely have, and start the conversation by serving up valuable content right away from the get-go. Your emails should have one mission and one mission only. They are a tool to allow your audience to know, like, and trust you on a deeper level. You'll use your emails to serve, 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 and serve them more before you ever start selling. I so often see brands only popping up into inboxes when they have a new product or service to push or a sale going on. And listen up, this is the fastest and surest way to lose subscribers because who only wants to be sold to? It's like going on a first date and having someone propose to you when you don't even know if you want a second date. Think of emails as a way to have a conversation with your audience, not to bombard their inbox with pitch after pitch. I personally follow the 80-20 or even the 90-10 rule when it comes to serving versus selling. And when I do sell, I try to treat it like a gentle invitation, not a hard sell. So it all goes back to what you want from your favorite brands as you follow them and subscribe to them. If they just sold you every single time they emailed you with zero value and nothing in it for you, no encouragement or helpful info, you'd probably click subscribe sooner or later and more likely sooner. Constant selling won't endear you to your audience. It won't nurture a relationship with them and it definitely won't reap many sales in the end. So it's a lose, lose. Focus on content that engages, serves, connects, excites, informs, and motivates. I'll get back to teaching in just a minute, but I have to tell you that FabFitFun is giving you $10 off your first box just for listening to today's show. Head to FabFitFun.com and use the code you guessed it, gold digger. Now, FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and tech products sent straight to your doorstep each season. Last month, they sent over this amazing leave-in conditioner. It smells like heaven, and it was perfect for after my pool days in Hawaii. And they also sent over these awesome sunglasses. I just Googled it, and those sunglasses alone cost $55. Kind of nuts, right? Now, you know all that time that you spend wandering the aisles at the store, tossing makeup or skincare or fitness stuff into your basket. You spend all that money and you're not even sure if you're going to like what you picked out. What I love about FabFitFun is that it ends that struggle. They do the shopping for you and the boxes are so well curated, giving you a chance to try new products for less money 
and like me, fall in love. Some of the items in the box are customizable too, so you can be sure you get exactly what you want. When these full-size goodies show up in the gorgeous FabFitFun box, it feels like a total treat yourself moment, and it happens four times a year. The FabFitFun Fall Box is on sale right now, and it is amazing. It retails for $49.99, but has a value of over $200. And you get to use the coupon code GOLDDIGGER and save 10 $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. That's $10 off your first FabFitFun box when you use the code GOLDDIGGER at fabfitfun.com. Thank you to Carev for supporting this episode of Gold Digger. Get 30% off your first Carev order at takecareof.com with the promo code GOLDDIGGER30. Whether you're looking for energy, better sleep, to maintain stress, or something else to help you feel your healthiest, Careof can build you a custom vitamin pack that helps with all of those things and more. I just took their online quiz again after having Conley because my health needs have changed a little bit. Takes about five minutes and ask questions about our health and goals and helps dial in on the scientifically backed personal recommendations for vitamins, protein powders, and more. Speaking of the protein powders, they're new to care of and they're available in packets or tubs personally tailored to your fitness goals and dietary needs. It can be really hard to know what vitamins or supplements you should be taking, but care of makes it really easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest. I took the quiz and told Carev that I needed new vitamins now that I'm a new mom, and so they switched up my pack to include vitamin D and B6 and B12. I mean, it's a no-brainer way to get what I need, and I never forget to take them. Seriously, the packs are so convenient, and I actually look forward to the inspirational quotes printed on each packet. For 30% off your first care of order, visit takecareof.com and enter the promo code GOLDDIGGER30. That's 30% off your first care of order when you go to takecareof.com and enter GOLDDIGGER30 at checkout. Now, once you've established the how in terms of getting people to join your email list, you next want to assess how you will create an experience for your audience. Now, I have said this a million times before, but consumers expect your product or service, but what they don't expect is a unique experience that only you can offer. That experience, the one that you craft and intentionally create, is what is going to turn them into raving fans. One of the biggest rules of email marketing is consistency. I already talked about this, but it's worth mentioning again. You don't just want to reach out when you have something to sell. So we have to figure out a plan for you in terms of serving your email list. You want to be reaching out and delivering content on a regular basis. So your email interaction with your audience is all about creating an experience that fosters a friendship or relationship between you and them. Keep things real and light, but give them tangible takeaways that they can walk away with. The biggest ways to provide value to your subscribers is to show them how to make money, how to save time, or how to simply add more joy into their lives. Now, everyone's business will lend different topics and tones within the emails themselves. Whether you're a doula, a dog groomer, a DIY home designer, or a deli owner, your emails should be consistently portraying a story and an experience for your followers. So don't overthink this step with a grandioso brand vision or voice, but more so think of it as writing to a friend. For me, it helps to visualize just one person. 
Watch how leaders in your industry handle email marketing and then start following suit. And if you can't find anyone in your industry executing email marketing, look outside of it to one that might have a similar audience or mission. I've had a lot of people struggle to find others in their industry using email marketing in a way that applies to their business. And if that's you, don't lose heart or write it off as something that doesn't apply to you or work for you. Often this just means you're smart and you're ahead of the curve in your industry and this is the best news. As for the format of an email, I like to keep things really simple and straightforward. No matter if it's a story, an anecdote, a lesson, a freebie, or another type of valuable content I'm sending into their inboxes, I always keep the body of the email clean and tight. I want people to get right to the point to see the offer without having to dig for it. People naturally skim their emails. Let's be honest, many of us get hundreds of personal and promo emails each day, and going through each of them would be a full-time job in and of itself. The good thing about using the emails you send out to build relationships with your audience is that if you do it right, they'll want to open your emails and look forward to whatever nugget of wisdom or realness you're sending over on any given day. Every single time I send out an email to my list, people will screenshot it and share it on Instagram stories. And then I get a bunch of messages from people asking me how they can get my emails too. That's what happens when you show up with service being at the forefront of everything. You want to write your emails intentionally in a way that's super easily digestible, and that means short sentences. It means no more than three sentences per paragraph. We actually use one sentence lines just to keep things really easy to read. Formatting emails like that makes it more to the point and snappy. You want to state exactly what they'll get out of the email somewhere towards the top of the copy within the first or second paragraph at best. We call this above the fold, essentially making it really easy for someone to decipher who the email is for, if it's for them, and if the call to action is in fact inspiring action from them. Now, if you're struggling on creating email content, think of what the goal of the email is. Each email should have a goal. Like we actually write the goal down. So if it's to inspire someone, if it's for them to listen to a podcast episode or check out a blog post or watch a webinar, we will decipher what that goal is and have that at the top so that as we are working on the email, that goal is front of mind. And then when you have that goal, you want to write the way that you would if you were connecting with a friend and asking them to take that action with you. If that doesn't make it easier for you, write the same way that you speak, like record a voice note as though you're telling a friend about something and then transcribe it into an email. You want to make it conversational and easy to understand. Now, copywriting should incorporate psychology, timing, headlines, and strategy. And it sounds intimidating when I say it that way, right? But if I rephrase it and say copy or content should be well-timed, it should make people feel understood should grab their attention, and it should have a clear goal that might make more sense. Think back to why somebody initially signed up to join and how you can over deliver on that promise. What do people want from you or from your business? What questions do they have about your industry? When does your audience need to hear from you? What emotions can you evoke? What are the next steps for them as a subscriber? Create a plan around all of these answers, including the topics you'll regularly write emails addressing, the schedule down to the day and the hour that you're sending out an email blast, and the areas that your people need reinforcement, support, and guidance. The goal here, like the big broad goal, is to send out one email per week. That's it. You can do that. I know you can. And the thing is, is that you can have fun with it. Like, 
honestly, take advantage of formatting. If you had a big aha, you're sharing bold that statement, pump up its font size so it's unmistakable. Use photos to illustrate emotion and paint a picture, like literally of the words or story or advice you're sharing. As much as words are impactful, photos can create a different level of emotion and connection. Treat the email like a mini blog post with simplified sentences and paragraphs so it takes someone no longer than a minute or two to get through it. Do a roundup of the content you've been sharing or what someone might have missed. The options here are endless and just have fun with it. People will always ask me like, hey, I noticed you were doing this in your emails. Is something going on? I'm like, hey, I'm just constantly testing different things to see what works so that I can teach it to my students. The main objective, though, is this focus on serving over selling and friendship over promotion. Even if you were absolutely in love with a product and wanted to share it with a friend, you wouldn't tell them every single day of the week how much you need to get this new foundation or program or necklace you're loving and stuff it down their throats. Like that wouldn't be the thing that makes them actually want to buy it, right? It's more likely that they'll see a cute picture of you and notice how incredible your skin looks or they'll say something about you looks different next time you see them or they'll ask if you've changed something up or say, where did you get that necklace or where did you learn how to do that? When we are obsessed with something, it naturally shows in the way we portray ourselves, not by how we portray the thing we're obsessed with. Your experience, your personal experience with something will sell it far more than shouting about the features or the sale of it. Take that thought process and apply it to email marketing. Don't use emails to talk about the thing you're selling constantly. Talk about your journey, about what you've learned, about how past customers have been impacted. Share your personal experience or your transformation. People are going to connect with that so much more than a line list of features or items inside. The other thing is, is that you want to be of service, like offer up free advice and tips and tricks that people can start applying to their lives immediately and gently include some call to actions that don't involve direct sales. Things like follow me on Instagram. I'm going to share more in my stories today or take this survey so I know how to best serve you or simply hit reply and let me know what you need. Like when people are willing to take part in these simple call to actions, they'll eventually be more willing to buy from you as well. Your emails don't have to be anything fancy, but they do need to engage your audience and make them feel special. With continued value and storytelling and sharing honestly, your audience is going to become so endeared to you that when it is time to sell, it'll be a no-brainer. They'll have such a deeply ingrained relationship with you that they'll trust and believe in whatever you're offering them. Think of each email as you dropping breadcrumbs down the path so that when the time comes for you to make the pitch, they are ready and they have already had their main objections and questions answered along the way. Whew, that was a lot of talk about the experience. So let's move on to the tips for writing amazing subject lines that encourage people to click open. So now that you have an idea of what your emails should be covering, how do you get your audience to open them? We often feel super stumped and overwhelmed by subject lines because it's such a limited space to convince people that your email is worth opening. And if you think about your subject lines, let me be the first to commend you and say job well done. These should take a decent amount of time because they're arguably the most challenging and important part of putting together an email. See, the email, like the actual content inside of the email, that's the meat. It's the education and the value and the stories that you know your audience will love. 
But how do you condense all that juicy info into a small line of text that entices people to open rather than click delete? After all, if they delete it right away, all of your work is for nothing. So if you're spending all of your time creating that content for the inside of the email and slapping on a quick subject line, I'm going to challenge you to flip that script because your hard work is landing in the trash before anyone's even opened it or enjoyed it, which would be a bummer, right? Subject lines impact open rates and no one will get your goodness if they don't first open the email up. Now, while it should be thoughtful and time-consuming, subject line creation should not be stressful or scary. You just need to know the right triggers that spark curiosity and make others wonder with excitement what's waiting on the inside for them. You want to hedge the line of clickbait. You know, those really tempting and alluring headlines that grab people's interest right away. Like think when you're standing at Target and you're checking out and you see the magazines and you grab for one because you're like, oh my gosh, what's inside? Like National Enquirer headlines, but far more ethical and delivering on the actual promise. You know what I'm talking about? Like what these billionaires are hiding or poisoned by too much Botox or alien baby found. Like these are actual headlines on the covers of National Enquirer and boy, do they get people to open and purchase magazines. Now, don't go to that extreme on me, but do see the importance of creating a headline or subject line that gets people's attention. You have to realize it's not clickbait in the bait and switch sense. You aren't overpromising in the subject line or exaggerating just to get people to open it because I know you, you are ethical. So whatever clever or creative quip you write up should and well represent the awesome material inside of your email. I actually created a freebie to help you create epic subject lines. So if you head to jkemaillist.com, you can get your hands on 50 subject lines that I created to help you plug in your info and get your emails opened. Again, it's hanging out at jkemaillist.com waiting for you. So let me just break it down because this is exactly the tool that I use. It helps me to write every single subject line, every blog post title, every episode title of this podcast. That one tool is used almost on a daily basis. So I have seven categories of types of subject lines that I generally work from and that can be used for pretty much any type of business and subject matter. Let's work through each of them. Number one, you can pique their interest. So really get their attention with new information or behind the scenes scoop or never before seen tactics. Here are a few examples. 10 things you never know about blank. The biggest secret to blank. I bet you'd never guess something. Five things everyone should know about blank. Okay, after you pique their interest, you could teach them something valuable. People on your list are there to get important information from you. So educate them with captivating and informative new solutions and insights. Try these. How to solve this huge problem and then fill in the issue. Five ways to solve problem. The cheat sheet you've been waiting for for blank. Stop wondering how to fix a certain issue. Three, you could create a sense of urgency and anticipation. People love details and want to know when they have a limited time to opt in to create a really, oops, sorry. People love deals and want to know when they have a limited time to opt into a really incredible offer. So here are a few ideas. The clock is ticking, only a few hours left. 24 spots left for, ends today, 25% off. Are you in or are you out? Offer ends soon. You can also engage your curiosity. We all love learning something new and getting fun facts, stats, insights, and trends. So you could give these a try. The never before told secret about, 
what you really need to know about, 12 things you'd never guess about, or did you know that blank? Five, ask engaging questions that make your audience feel understood and empathized with. A few examples are, can I help you with fill in the blank? Are you tired of blank? What's the biggest pain point you're dealing with with blank? Six, get real with them and humanize this experience of communicating with one another. I messed up really big time. Can you hardly keep up with laundry too? I can't believe I forgot this. You'll never believe what this DM said. And number seven, get up close and personal and talk to your list like an individual friend one-on-one. You were on my mind. I created this with you in mind. Name, you came to mind this morning. Now, reminder, I have 50 subject line freebies waiting for you. So head to jkemillis.com. You can get a walkthrough of all these things I just read so that you have a cheat sheet that you can print out and look through every time you go to give a subject. When you have a few formulas like these to work from, it makes the whole process of writing subject lines so much simpler. You have captivating invitations to mix up and play with that'll keep your audience invested and opening up email after email. Just make sure whatever your subject line is, it delivers on the promise within the email and grabs their attention immediately. Woo! There you have it. All of my tips, tricks, and advice for creating email copy that captivates readers, endears them to you, and allows them to trust you so that when it is time to sell, it'll be a no-brainer that you are worthy of their hard-earned money. I hope that you picked up some helpful ideas for crafting catchy and appealing subject lines that'll keep your audience intrigued time after time. Emails really don't have to be as complicated as we sometimes make them out to be. They're such a tremendous tool for keeping in touch with your ideal customers and pruning a mutually beneficial relationship that lasts a long time. Just make sure to be yourself, keep it simple, and always deliver as much value as you possibly can, and you'll be absolutely golden. Talk about a deep dive into my favorite nerdy subject, email list building. If this has inspired you or simply nudged you into pursuing true email list growth, head to growanemaillist.com and sign up for my totally free workshop where I show you how to algorithm proof your business with an email list and walk you through the how to's behind email marketing. You'll also get to learn about my best selling program that teaches you how to grow, serve, and drive profits through an email list. It's seriously my favorite. And I've walked thousands of entrepreneurs through the process of starting, growing, and serving their email list. Email lists are the number one way I drive profits in my business, and it's likely a marketing piece you're missing or dragging your feet on. Again, it's growanemaillist.com. Save your seat, and I'll see you inside of my absolutely free training. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals, and I hope that I am lucky enough to show up in your inbox and serve you this week. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.